Show. Rating Camp. Tim Come at me, show. Hey, everybody. Hope you are having a wonderful day. I know I am. <laughs> oh, it's Thursday. Another surprise episode coming at you on a Thursday. Do we have a guest this week? No, unless you consider the written word a guest, which I don't. There is no guest. There is just me. But we are doing something a little differently this week. As uh, you may or may not be aware, I have a lot of listeners to this show. And outside of that, in my personal life, I have a lot of friends. And the thing about getting older is they start starting families and having children and having kids and and all of that stuff. So I've got a lot of friends with kids and a lot of fans with kids and a lot of listeners to this podcast with kids. And I I, I feel like we don't do enough for them. We don't do enough kid-centered uh uh, content here, you know, because you're all listening to the show, you're family, men and women, and you want to share things with your family, including things you love, like this podcast, like this show. And sometimes it's a little hard to listen with your kids around because, you know, we're talking about things that they couldn't possibly comprehend, like sports or superheroes or technology. And sometimes I say words like fuck and shit, and maybe you don't want your kids to hear that. And, you know, maybe you should also stop sheltering them because they're going to hear that eventually. And if you know if they're going to learn any bad habits, they might as well learn them from Uncle Tim. And, you know, with COVID coming around... I'm not able to visit my friends with kids. I'm not able to see their kids who love me like family. Uncle Tim, Uncle Tim, oh my God, what did you bring us? What did you bring us? Nothing but life lessons, kids, I say. I'm not spending money on you yet, but I, I did want to create, you know, some content for the kids. For the kids I can't see. For the kids of my friends, for the kids in my family. Uh, I wanted something that they could enjoy and you could share with them. Because Uncle Tim can't visit. And you got to explain to them, hey, when they were like, hey, man, where's Uncle Tim? Where's Uncle Tim? We love Uncle Tim. You know, you sit him down and you say, hey, there's a terrible virus sweeping the globe right now that was engineered in a factory in China as a possible chemical weapon. And, uh, you know, the United Nations knew about it. Something went wrong. It escaped the lab, spread at an astronomical rate. And although the death rate is reasonably low, uh... When it comes to Tim, we can't take that risk because he is a national treasure. Um, and if we lost him, we would lose all hope, which is why he has been locked up in his apartment since this thing started. So no, you can't see Uncle Tim. I know you need him right now, but uh, the world needs him more. We can't risk it. And I'm sorry, kids. I'm sorry children of the world that I'm not able to hang out with. I'm sorry I can't, you know, uh, uh, teach you how to ride a bike or, you know, buy you alcohol or, you know, help you open a Roth IRA. I don't know. I'm, I'm not there now, but I figured I could give you this gift, which is the gift of a story. And this is a story that is 
Uh, a tale as old as time. No, not Beauty and the Beast. This is The Very Hungry Caterpillar, which we will be reading today. This episode of Kids Corner, we will be reading The Very Hungry Caterpillar by Eric Carl E. Carl E. And uh, this is one of my favorite books growing up. It's been a while since I've read it, uh, but I'm excited to reread it now and uh, share it with all of you. So here we go. The Very Hungry Caterpillar by Eric Carley uh, for my sister, Krista. Here we go. In the light of the moon, a little egg lay on a leaf. And there's this picture of a leaf. And look right there, there's a little egg on the leaf. No parents. <laughs> no parents so far. Uh, this is just an egg abandoned in the wilderness and you, and you got you kids have to understand that you know you're you're lucky if you have you have any adults around to raise you at all but animals commonly just drop eggs and walk away or just like abandon their young and i mean even humans do that a lot of humans if there's a kid that they don't want they just like drop them off at a fire department or a dumpster or whatever it is and then um they have to fend for themselves and you're lucky you're lucky that you have a loving family that uh wants to take care of you and won't just abandon you on a leaf. And this is a tiny egg. This is a really tiny egg. You've seen leaves. You're kids. You go outside. You see leaves. Leaves are tiny. You can't just... You know an egg like when your mom or your dad makes breakfast and they make an egg and they crack that thing and that thing's like bigger than your hand or your head or whatever it is? This is a tiny... This is a tiny little egg. If you took that normal chicken egg and you put that on a leaf, it would fall right over. But as you can see from these pictures, this is, there are, that's a leaf, and it's in the, the egg is entirely supported by the leaf. So that's good to know. We've got all these fun brush strokes. It looks like it was painted with some kind of a watercolor. There's the moon. It's nighttime, and the moon is there. Um, and the moon's smiling. Why is it that, like, the sun... When you see cartoons or you read a book and the sun's a character in it, the sun's always wearing sunglasses. Like, the sun doesn't need protection from itself, you know, but it's kind of a night. It's cute. It's like, oh, cool, the sun, we wear sunglasses, we can't look right at the sun. So, you know, it's fun. It's funny that the sun has, the fun ha the sun has a gimmick, but, um... But the moon doesn't have anything in this. This is just a naked, a naked smiling moon. But the moon, we can't get him like a pajamas. We can't get pajama bottoms on this moon. We can't get like an old timey nightcap like Ebenezer Scrooge. I don't know. I'm just saying this is a missed opportunity here. Okay, moving on. On Sunday morning. Oh, the sun's here. Okay, now next page, there's a sun on it. The sun's smiling. No sunglasses on this sun. Again, another missed opportunity. On Sunday morning, the warm sun came up, and pop! Out of the egg came a tiny and very hungry caterpillar. And you can see here in this picture, you know, you can watch this online or whatever if you want, but there's a little tiny, a little baby caterpillar, and he's just crawling around in the dirt, and there's there's the sun next to him. And this is the biggest, this is the biggest sun I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this thing is huge. The moon, in comparison... You can go back and see. Look at how tiny. The moon's tiny. And it's in the sky. And this sun is like on the... It's on the surface of our planet. It's like popping out of the ground. And it's gigantic. And it's giving... It's giving little caterpillar the side eye. He's giving it this... If... Kids, if you're out in the world... 
and somebody looks at you, a stranger that you don't know, or even a family member, honestly, starts looking at you the way this son is looking at that caterpillar, immediately tell an adult you trust. Uh, report them and, uh, you know, just just stay safe out there. If you see someone side-eyeing you like this, with this crooked smile, this fucking pervert son, uh, don't don't give him the time of day. You, you stay away from him. That's some Uncle Tim advice. <clears throat> oh, now we're getting good. Oh, man, there's little little pages. The book, yeah. So he started to look for some food. And the little caterpillar, and there's the sun. Now the sun's in the, the sky. And there's all these fun little little pages. It's like cut up in like this book. It's very, it's very fun. You can see it if you're watching the YouTube, which I don't know if anyone will do. On Monday, he ate through one apple. But he was still hungry. No wonder, because it's one apple. <laughs> Who's ever had one apple and felt full? He didn't put peanut butter on it or nothing. He ate through. Also, also he didn't eat the apple. He didn't eat this whole apple. He, like, cored through the middle of it. So he took the tiniest sample size of an apple. And he's still hungry. Of course he's hungry. I was reading this thing now because I'm trying to, you know, get in better shape. Uh, you know, uh, you know, whatever, like, like part of that is just not eating so much, not being a fat piece of shit who eats so much food. And, uh, one of the tests that they came up with that I, I saw online was like, if you are hungry and you're like, I want some food, ask yourself, do you want an apple? Do you want an apple right now? Because if the answer is yes, then you're actually hungry. And if the answer is like, no, I don't want an apple, then you're not hungry. You just want a snack and then don't eat anything. I don't know why. I don't know why that's such a good barometer, but it's not like, oh, I just unplugged something. Here we go. I unplugged my other screen, but that's fine. We can figure that out. I have a, Uncle Tim has a uh, TV connected to his laptop that he uses to look at stuff. I don't know if I need it. I just got this book. We're doing it the old school way. Yeah, so if you uh, want an apple then you should eat something else, basically, because apples suck and you shouldn't you shouldn't eat them. I mean, a little peanut butter on there, though? Bake that shit into a pie? Tuesday, we're talking baking. You probably won't listen to that because you're kids, but um, tell your parents to check out the baking episode. All right. Oh, and, there, and then you flip it over. You flip the page, and he's crawling out of the back of the apple. All right. On Tuesday, he ate through two pears, but he was still hungry. See right there, there's the pears. Pears, again, not very filling. And he's just coring these things. He's not eating the whole thing. He's just going right through it. Pears are like like different apples. I've never gotten into pears. Do you ever crave a pear? Is anyone into... the uh, Pears and apples seem like, base, like too close to be... They're redundant. They seem redundant. And nobody... I've never seen anyone just take a bite of a pear like an apple. Do people eat... Do people... I don't think anybody's even eaten pears... I know growing up, I've, I feel like I saw pears in the store. I feel like I haven't seen a pear in ye decades. You know, I'm, you know, three decades on this earth, and, and I I don't think I've ever seen a pear in person before. <laughs> I think I kind of remember what it tastes like. I don't know why I would have eaten it, except maybe to find out what it was like, and I just remember thinking, like, oh, this is an apple. I don't need... I don't need pears. So he ate two pears. Of course he's hungry because all he's had is an apple and two pears. On Wednesday, he ate through three plums. 
but he was still hungry. Plums. I don't. I don't get <laughs> plums. Plums seems like the kind of food that only exists in fables and fairy tales, right? It's like little Jack Horner. Little Jack Horner sat in a corner eating his curds and whey. Along came a spider and sat down beside. That's not it. What's the one with the little Jack Dumb put a plum on his thumb? There was something like that, right? Where there's like a fable with a kid eating plum pie and he puts a plum on his fingers or what I don't know there's something there's something there plums these are like blue things again I don't think I've ever seen a plum it's fun but these are fun things but I don't know if this book's really preparing our youth for for the real world like kids I'm sorry but you're never gonna see pears in real life you leave the house you're never gonna see plums so don't even don't even worry about the plums don't ask about plums. You're never going to see a plum again. On Thursday, he ate through four strawberries, but he was still hungry. Strawberries, that's a fruit you'll see. When you're out in the world, you guys will see strawberries. And they're good. The strawberries are good. I'd try it. I think, though, he's getting smaller. Like, aren't these fruits getting smaller? He started with an apple. Apple's pretty big. Two pears. Okay, now we're increasing in volume. Plums, God knows how big plums are, but they look kind of like grapes in this, so I'm going to assume they're grape-sized. And then strawberries. Four strawberries are tiny. I don't know if four strawberries even equals an apple. So at a certain point, you know, he kind of ramped up, and now he's making parallel moves. I, I believe that he's still hungry because he's just, again, he's coring through. And yeah, if you core through an apple, you're probably getting more meat than, like, coring through a strawberry because strawberries are so, are so tiny. I don't know. On Friday... He ate through five oranges, but he was still hungry. This motherfucker didn't even peel these things. He just burrowed skin right through the center of these. He's just getting pulp. This guy is getting bad bites of oranges, man. Kids, you know, orange slices are like legit. Legit. It's one of the only perks of playing soccer. I know you're going to play like some like rec soccer. It's a good, it's not going to be fun. Your parents are going to sign you up and you're going to hate it and you're going to have to go because you need a physical activity because you're you're overweight for your age and uh, you're not going to have fun. You're going to wish you could play basketball instead, but for some reason they won't let you. You're going to keep being signed up for soccer and you're going to ask if you can take guitar lessons and they're going to sign you up for piano because, I don't know, parents, parents don't really like you. And on Friday he ate through five aren't, yeah, he doesn't even peel these. Kids, you don't eat the peels. This book is teaching terrible technique. You don't you peel an orange or you slice it and then you eat out the then you eat the orangey part. I feel like I've just recently got to the point where I'm okay with like pulp in the orange. I don't want it in my juice. I don't want orange. I don't want pulp in my orange juice. I love a fresh orange juice. I love a fresh orange. I went to this, I went to this diner near near me. And uh, we, I go, I walk into the diner, I'm sitting at the counter, which is what you should be doing at a diner. If you're solo, you sit at the counter. That's kind of like the, as you're rubbing elbows with the other locals and you can chat up the people who are working there. And I don't know, you're not taking up a whole booth. So I'm sitting at the, the counter and I'm looking at, I look across the thing, they've got this coffee machine and they've got this amazing orange juice machine. And they literally have, they have a, they have a whole, they have like a brown box like a cardboard box filled with oranges and they take oranges and they dump it in the top of this machine and when they turn it on they like roll down these like conveyor belts like a like a weird game of mousetrap and then the oranges get squashed and just fresh beautiful orange juice comes out and somebody next to me ordered it and I was like that looks so good and I was like hey 
can I can I get an orange juice too? I ordered whatever I was gonna get, and then also an orange juice. And they came back with like a little <laughs> little packaged like a like a sun not a sun kissed. I can't think of a single brand of orange juice right now. But they came back with like a sealed prepackaged orange juice container, and I was like, what wait what is this? Who who <laughs> orders this? I want the real stuff. Is there anybody who goes there ever and they're just like, no, 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 I don't want the freshly squeezed orange juice. I want that shit with the preservatives that's been in a box or a bottle for who knows how long. Just in the back of your fridge. I want the shit I can get anywhere. No, 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 no. I, I don't want this fresh thing. I want this generic crap. Who are those people that get them out of there? When I was just shocked. I was shocked that their first instinct wasn't, oh, he wants this thing. You know, this like, you know, $100, this expensive orange juice machine that we... We thought it would be a good investment for the diner. That's not our first instinct when it comes to uh, to serving orange juice. So oranges, guys, kids, peel them. Uh, avoid the pulp. But uh, as you get older, it gets better. It gets better. Okay. On Saturday, he ate through one piece of chocolate cake, one ice cream cone, one pickle, one slice of Swiss cheese, one slice of salami, one lollipop, one piece of cherry pie, one sausage, one cupcake, and one slice of watermelon. Oh my god, that's so much. That night he had a stomach ache. I bet. I bet he had a stomach ache. That dude went from a, a just a pure fruit diet the first thing after. <laughs> he has five oranges on Friday, and the first thing on Saturday he has a, he has chocolate cake. Holy crap. And look, in the, in the book, he doesn't even go, this is foolish too. If you get a cake with layers, if you get anything with layers or anything with like multiple, it's meant to be eaten in combination. You don't de-layer it, right? Think about it. When your parents make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right, you don't like open the sandwich and eat the jelly out of it. That's insane. It's meant to be absorbed as one big thing. So if he was just going to core through it like that, he should have gone top to bottom, gotten a little bit of all those layers. This is just poor etiquette. I mean, he just went straight chocolate, which I'll tell you what, that's tummy that's tummy ache central. That enough if he's just like, yeah, I just ate, I just ate the middle part of the cake, which is always the sweetest and, and like nastiest, like delicious, but like the nastiest part of the cake. And then he eats a, an ice cream. He eats an ice cream cone. He completely misses the cone. He's just in the ice cream, and he burrows through. And I don't know what kind of a, a cone this is. It's hard to tell. It looks like the texture's a waffle cone, but no waffle cone looks like that. It's, like, folded over at the top. Like, it, it's, got the, it's got the point of a waffle cone, it's got the top of a sugar cone, and then the texture of a waffle cone, which is, is baffling. I mean, this is... The art in this is... I mean, it's beautiful, but it's nonsense. Um, a waffle cone, by the way, if you're going to eat ice cream... Waffle cone's the way to go. I fucking love a waffle cone. I like walking around. I like all these foods that are activities, you know? Because then you're walking around and you're like, well, I've got to be on I've got to be on my game. I've got to be on top of it because now, now I'm a ticking time bomb. This ice cream's melting, and if it melts too fast or too much or I don't eat enough of it quick enough, like, it's going to be, like, a mess. It's going to be all over my hands. It's going to be all over my feet. I'm going to be trekking it into people's houses. It's going to be a nightmare. So you have to be on your toes at all times with an ice cream cone. And that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it a thrill. It's a, it's a food and an activity. And the best cone of all is a waffle cone. I mean, don't waste your time with these sugar cones. They're fine. But like waffle cone all day, baby. I would love to just, I would just eat straight waffle cones, man. I don't give a, I don't need any ice cream. I just, <laughs> just want some straight waffle cones. I had this idea a while ago that would be perfect. 
in an ice cream shop uh, is like one one time I went to this ice cream place like Carvel's and I ordered a waffle a waffle cone and the guy put so much I got the smallest waffle cone and I was like I don't want that much ice cream I really just because the best part is when it's like like the waffle the bites that are waffle cone and the ice cream. And this dude put so much ice cream on the top of this thing. I was like, he, he thinks he's doing me a favor, but he's not helping me out. I end up scraping off like half this ice cream into a trash can outside just to rush to the waffle cone ice cream combo bites. That's what I really want. So anyway, I, I think they could make a killing if they just had, you know, like waffle cone, filled it ice cream, like just up above the brim. And then like had one of those tools like they do for like a Guinness you know that like little wood stick that they put at the bar Guinness kids is it's a it's a beer it's an alcoholic beverage they're really not cool they don't taste great the first time you have it you're not going to like it but power through because it gets better the more you have the more you start to feel better and um you know you're you're not going to be able to buy it until you're 21 which is crazy and you should do everything you can to get around that you're going to either need to get um get a fake ID which is which is possible or you get somebody older um, you know, an uncle you trust to buy you alcohol, um, when you're underage or you steal it, which is, I mean, what, which we've all had to do. Um, you know, somebody who works at a Publix can leave <laughs> something outside in the back, or, you know, a place that keeps keg shells outside. It's easier to refill a keg than buy a keg. So just, just little, some, some tips. Um, they should they should do a thing where they take the waffle cone, they fill the ice cream up like almost to the top, like over the top, and then they take that wood stick that they use to scrape the Guinness foam off and just scrape it across the top of the waffle cone so the ice cream is just like topped off. It's just a filled, it's a waffle cone just filled with ice cream and that's it. It's not like about the ice cream, it's about the combo and it's about the experience and it's about spending time with your loved ones. So um, remember that. He had one pickle. This is a big-ass pickle. This pickle's bigger than the ice cream cone and the uh, cake slice, which is crazy. I don't think I've ever seen a pickle that big. I love pickles. I always have a jar of sweet pickles in my in my fridge. That's, that's important to me. I like bread and butter ones on a sandwich. A regular dill pickle can still get it, but it's not a necessity for me. It's not something I crave all the time, but it's a nice treat. It's a nice treat. If you go to a good deli, kids, you're going to get a pickle on the side. Just know that. Uh, one slice of Swiss cheese. He just added another hole to this Swiss cheese, guys. Swiss cheese already has holes in it, and he's just like, cool, I'm going to burrow through another one. Again, if I was, um, you know, just chowing down, I don't know if Swiss is the cheese I would go to. You know, he's not melting it onto anything. He's not, he's just having a cool, like a, like a cold piece of Swiss cheese, which sounds, um, I'll say it batshit insane. I don't know who would be like, oh, cool, we're going to, we're going to have wine and crackers, and by the way, we'll lay out some cold Swiss cheese for people to enjoy. Just slices of Swiss cheese. I don't know. I, I would go with like a sharp cheddar. Maybe there's got to be other... There's other cheeses. Like a queso. Oh, brie. Oh my god. What about a brie cheese? That would... This caterpillar missed out. Maybe you'll get to more. A slice of salami. That's cool. He goes right through salami. Salami bangs. I like salami. A lollipop. He goes right through the lollipop, and you can see right here, there's the stick. He goes right through the middle of the stick, too. He goes dead center of this lollipop, chews through the stick. It looks like it's not the kind of lollipop that's filled with stuff. So, like, there probably wasn't a Tootsie Center or anything like that, um, which I like. I like a Tootsie Center. 
I don't need a gum. I don't need a blow pop. I don't need like a bubble gum pop because the gum's always bad. There's no good gum. You never get to the middle and it's like bubble gum or whatever. Bazooka. There's no bazooka gum lollipops. It's always like crappy stale gum. I don't know. I don't know. It's not good. Wouldn't recommend. He threw one piece of cherry pie. Cherry pie, it's a good pie. It's not my favorite pie. You'll find out on Tuesday what my favorite pies are. Uh, one sausage. Damn, that's a good-looking sausage. And he already had salami, so he's like, cool. I want salami's cool cousin, the sausage. I like sausage. Brat is the way to go, for sure. Uh, one cupcake. This looks like a muffin to me. There's no icing on it. So it's a muffin. <laughs> if you... If you make a cupcake and there's no icing on it, it's a muffin. It's not a... That's the difference between muffins and cupcakes. Muffins have icing. Cupcakes... Or muffins don't have icing. Cupcakes do have icing. Yeah. And he just he just ate, ate through a muffin. So that's an autocorrect. And then one slice of watermelon. Which watermelon's nothing. It's delicious. It's a great fruit. But that's not going to fill you up at all. Just one little bite of watermelon. And he clips a seed. You can see it. So he ate some of the... The, the black seeds are not, you're not supposed to eat. So he ate that. That's probably what the problem is. He's probably got a watermelon growing in his tummy. Kids, eat eat the white seeds, that's fine. But the black ones, you're, you're supposed to spit out or else a watermelon will grow in your tummy. Which I'm pretty sure is what's happening to this guy. He ate all this chocolate, so he's kind of queasy. Now he, has a, now he has a watermelon growing in his stomach. He's in trouble. That night he had a stomachache. Alright, here we go. The next day was Sunday again. The caterpillar ate through one nice green leaf, and after that he felt much better. I didn't know that he was eating leaves. It's weird that like <laughs> it's weird that this guy's craving human food and then is like, oh, but leaves are good too. I don't know who is <laughs> how how many animals, how much overlap environment like health wise is there between any of this stuff? Is there a single animal on the planet that would eat? A lollipop, a sausage, a pickle, ice cream, and then also a leaf. This isn't a herbivore's diet, you know. This is a this is a crazy scavenger's diet. This is like a grizzly bear diet, you know, when they're eating <laughs> eating leaves to clog themselves up for their hibernation. And he felt much better. I get that. I've been trying to eat more salad and like greens and vegetables lately. I'm not good at it. I don't love it. I mean, there's enough dressing in there to drown a drown a sailor but I, um, I I do feel better when I eat vegetables so I get that that part makes sense now he wasn't hungry anymore and he wasn't a little caterpillar anymore he was a big fat caterpillar so you couldn't make this book nowadays this couldn't come out this got grandfathered in but we can't fat shame people nowadays that's not cool um even though it's definitely uh, less healthy to be fat and kids out there, you should you should exercise. You should try. Guy driving by, blasting music. He should also be worried about his weight. You know, I'm trying to lose weight now. Try and be healthy. You know, we shouldn't treat anybody differently because of, you know, their uh, physical appearance, especially in the way they look and the way. But, you know, if, if, uh, if somebody wants to do uh, better themselves in a way that will help them live longer and a healthier lifestyle they should you should encourage them to do so i don't know big fat caterpillar this is awful he's getting who's calling him fat the narrator just rolls out of nowhere and is like that's a big fat caterpillar anyway he built a small house 
called a cocoon right here around himself. He stayed inside for more than two weeks. Then he nibbled a hole in the cocoon, pushed his way out, and and two weeks is crazy that he's in there for two weeks. He's been alive for one week, right? Look at through this book. In the light of the moon, there was a leaf, okay? On Sunday morning, the warm sun came out and pop. Then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, he has the plums. Thursday, the strawberries. Friday, the oranges. Saturday, he goes to Golden Corral or whatever the fuck this is and eats everything. Gets a stomach ache. Sunday, so it's been one week, he eats some leaf. By that time, he's fat. The salad, it was too late for the salad. He is fat. And he built this house called a cocoon, which is not a house. This is like a sleeping bag, if anything. If you're out and you see a human being in something that looks like a cocoon, that is not a house. That is a homeless person. You know, help him out if you can, but... Um, you know what? Actually, that's not your responsibility. If you're a kid, don't worry about it. <laughs> Tell an adult. <laughs> leave that to leave that to the grown-ups. And then he stays inside for two weeks, so he's alive for one week, and then twice as long as he's been alive, he's in this cocoon house. And uh, then he nibbles a hole in the cocoon. He nibbles his way out. Yeah, I'd be eating stuff too if I'm if I'm locked down for twice my lifespan in this little little <laughs> hellhole called a house cocoon. I'd be ready to eat the cocoon too. And he pushes his way out, and he was a beautiful butterfly. Wow. Look at that thing. That is pretty. Look at that guy. Wow. It looks kind of mosquito-like to me, but... Um, oh, and that's the end of the book. <laughs> well, he's a... Uh, now he's a mosquito. A beautiful butterfly mosquito, and he's got all these colors on his wings, and, and he looks really pretty. And that's the book. That's the Very Hungry Caterpillar. Um, what did we learn? We learned that, um, I don't know, I guess if you eat enough and uh, don't put any other work in, you can just lock yourself in your house for two weeks and come out looking better than you ever have in your entire life. So... That's a thing. I guess if you are ashamed of your fatness or your the way your body looks or your appearance, you should hide yourself from the world. Um, push everyone else away. Cover yourself up. And uh, retreat. And ultimately use that time to better yourself so that when you come back out to the world, you're a beautiful butterfly. Because remember, looks are what matters. The very hungry caterpillar, that fat fuck, um, Eric Carl E., Thank you very much for that experience. Sure, if you have questions about this book, you know, ask your parents. I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll do this again. I like reading books. That took way longer than I thought it would, but um, I'm excited. That's our show, guys. That is Kids Corner for this week. We're going to be back Tuesday with our regularly scheduled program. Tuesday's topic is baking, so send in your hot takes about that. No pun intended. Uh, who am I kidding? That pun is intended baking hot takes cool hot bakes more like it send in your hot bakes hot takes email the show call the show let me know and the king stays king bye <laughs>